Welcome back to the first multi-streamed episode of Two Average Husbands. I'm your host, Jake. I'm your host, Kyle. Welcome in, everybody. It's exciting. We're on multiple platforms. We get to have a special guest for this episode, and we got a new logo dropped. But since uh, it's probably my responsibility as one of the hosts, I'll introduce our guest, which if you have been here before, you've probably seen, or if you've been with us for a long time, you, you know who this is. If you don't know... Uh, this would be probably the third average husband if it weren't for the fact that he's too busy with his life and can't be here often enough. So he's the favorite boyfriend of the podcast, and he is here as one of the three best friends uh, and has a pretty strong connection, obviously, with the story of how Jake and I met and why this even became a thing to begin with. But other than that, I can let you introduce yourself to the rest of the crowd. Well, I am I am Dane Goodenough. I am not a boyfriend. I am a fiancé working on becoming the third average Maybe below average husband, but you're our boy. I'm the third best friend in the trio. You are our boyfriend. I'm not a boyfriend. Whatever, dude. There's a ring involved. <laughs> All right. Well, Dane, as the honorary fiance of the podcast, what are you drinking tonight? Um, these fantastic Trulies Wildberry. I like how it adventurous is... you get on these episodes. I really don't go out and buy things for these episodes. I just kind of whatever's in the fridge that day is what I'm drinking that day. <laughs> and I'm not like you guys. I'm sorry. Dane, I don't know if you turned your mic down before the podcast or if Jake did, but whoever did it, if you could turn it back up a little bit, Dane's a little quiet. I, I turned mine down. Just tap it Jake up just a, just a hair uh, so we can hear you a little better. How about that? Much Perfect. Better. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Sweet. So we usually make Dane go first when we bring him on the podcast in terms of topics, but I will let Jake decide who goes first today. Well, you and I still got to introduce what we're drinking. Oh, shit. Dang it. Nice. I, felt, I folded under the pressure. You did. <laughs> there's, there's, we're having too big of a day on the podcast. You can't big handle day. it. Okay. I will Jake, introduce my... There we go. I'm drinking You've Said It All by Microphone Brewing. It is a Northwoods Danish Kringle-inspired Berliner Steyr Weiss beer with blueberry, almond, Bavarian cream, and cheesecake flavoring. That's a fucking mouthful. That is a mouthful. It sounds pretty good, though. It does sound delicious. I mean, I'm most very of the first half it. of that was garbled to me and didn't really. Northwood, I heard Danish, Kringle inspired Berliner style vice beer. So it's ba it's basically supposed to be uh, like a blueberry cheesecake sour kind of deal. Why does it have to be a sour? Because Kyle, you have to have if you're gonna do like a beer like this, it has to be a sour. sour you can't do a lager that tastes like blueberries. It's fucking. I disagree. All right, anyway, if what are you were here last week with us, you know that I only drank one beer because I just totally forgot to crack open my second one after I introduced it. So I'm going to be drinking <laughs> red ale that I was supposed to have last week, uh, which is the San Fernando Brewing Company O'Melveny O'Melveny Red Ale, 7.5% uh, from San Fernando, California. Nice. So we got Trulies, a mouthful, and a red ale that I was supposed to drink last week. The vibes uh, are high. This is also another opportunity for us to say, if you haven't been paying attention, we stopped doing our Excel spreadsheet of uh, beer ratings, and we're still kind of probably 20 to 30% of the way of porting everything over, but as we're I'm continuing, 100%. we might be way ahead. I'm 100% ported over. <laughs> I am absolutely not. I've been slow, like, trickling my updates, and anyway, we're using Untapped now is the long story short of that, so if you haven't used Untapped in the past, you can download that app and follow Jake and I. Uh, he said he's going to put us put them both in the link tree i don't know if they are or not yeah yet. mine's in there kyle i need you to send me like your profile link okay i can do that and so we'll have both of those lists in uh, untapped so if you ever want to see all of our ratings dating back to whenever we started uh you'll be able to see that on untapped and you won't have to look through a shitty spreadsheet and you can kind of filter through that on untapped which is a pretty nice little software uh so 
we will be rating on there as we go. It's a five scale now, not a 10 scale, but I think that's all I've got. Now, Jake, who's going first? I already told Dane. He knew to expect this. Dane, what is our topic for this evening from you? Well, this is why I stressed the entire day coming, trying to come up with a topic that's even decent for this podcast. It stresses me out the entire day. Bro, we have talked about everything from like what food we eat on road snap, like road trips to fucking politics when we're drunk at the end of the Evan episode. Anything goes. That's true. Well, that's why I was just I I try to make sure like it's it's good enough to where you guys haven't uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, haven't used it yet. So I tr- I try to get as creative as I can. And as I'm not you two wholeheartedly know, against am... repeats either, dude. I don't really care if it's yeah. something we've talked about. Uh, I guess I have without you. It's, yeah, but you guys know how creative I am. Cool. I mean, just look at me, very creative. Um, but I got three. So the one I'm gonna choose is. What TV series, movie series, video game series, or book series universe would you not only survive in, but thrive in? TV, Ooh. video game. I think we can do one of movie. each. One of each? Oh, yeah. I only thought of one. So you said book series? Uh, book, TV series. Movie, TV, and video game. Movie and video game. Survive what about ones and that, thrive. What, are, what about ones that were books and are now movies it's your topic my man yeah man the parameters for this well i guess just having uh, a unique one for all four and so you can use things like the hunger games as just the books i just read but uh, so it can be books or movie but you can't use it in both correct okay okay this is gonna get this is gonna have to uh, take a little creativity here can tell you one where i wouldn't survive and thrive that's for I've, I've got a lot of those <laughs> i have quite a few all right um so if you're if, if we're picking a video game universe where you can respawn it does that count as surviving and thriving i think no, so because you're not thriving i i would say in order hey to be hey we win a lot of a lot of warzone games and apex games with response i'm just saying i guess that's true okay yeah, i'm just right. being a turd we don't really have to do it that way i'll try to no i just I wasn't expecting to do four, so I mean the rules are we're kind of flying I'll, loose here. So I'll start this off though. Okay. A video game series that I could survive and thrive in, in the capacity I'm about to say it's in. I think <laughs> I'm, the franchise mode of Madden. I think I could competently run a football team and win a Super Bowl because I've done it in Madden multiple times. I feel like I could do it in real life too. I'm just saying, Chicago, give me a call. You need oh, all the help you can get. Oh my god. Anyway, that's not that's my video game series. It's true. Chicago does need help, not from you. And no, I do not think that you could win a Super Bowl. <laughs> I've done it in Madden. That's it's that's the Madden universe is the one, one that we're one in. Comparison. It's fine. It's not me being in the being an NFL GM. Like yeah, it's the universe of in the universe Madden, of Madden. Not the universe that we're living in. So okay. I mean, all right, all right, okay, all right. As long as there's okay. no other players and it's just Jake against computer hey, AI. <laughs> All right, Dane, what do you got? What's your first? Well, I have a TV series as my first one and the one the only one I was going to choose, but I was going to say The Walking Dead. Because every time I watch The Walking Dead, all I do is sit there with Bailey and talk about how easy it actually looks <laughs> to survive. Yeah. And that entire series and that they make their own problems, but I just can't see a zombie apocalypse where all of them walk be that difficult. 
And yeah. so I okay, Dan can survive a zombie apocalypse. Not only survive, <laughs> but thrive. <laughs> but Tell thrive. me what does thriving look like for you in a environment like that? How would you yeah. thrive? Food, shelter, and water. Well, no, that's just surviving. I mean, I feel it. I'd, a lot of food, a big shelter, a lot of water. Um, but what was it like season three where they go to war with the town? Yeah. I think that's what my thriving would look like. Would would I mean eight foot high walls? You have an entire <laughs> you have an entire town complex. What? To the personal prison complex. Well, yeah, I I've, I would call that thriving in a zombie apocalypse <laughs> I mean, where you got no electricity. I mean, you got food, water, and excessive amounts of both. And I feel like you thriving got people might just coming be having to you. like um, like a sewage system and not just shooting yeah. a hole. You know what I mean? Having electricity. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to have electricity, right? You just have to have some way to like transport water that's not just into the dirt. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. All right, I'll go next. Um, and I think I need to do this as books, probably, rather than movie. And I think the easy answer for me is the Harry Potter series. Okay, yeah. but I have to be specific. So in this universe... There's very few people that do not survive, if we're being just honest about it. Yeah. Right? So they, the, it's true. supposed to be ominous and look dangerous or whatever, but really the only person that's ever under constant threat of anything is Harry, uh, for the most part within the, the realm, and anybody that's you know allied with him to be, yeah. you know, there's obviously like his entourage, if you will, uh, that, are, that are under threat. Everybody else is pretty much just fine. They're living in a fucking castle, whipping wands around, having a great fucking time, going to Quidditch matches and having some fucking... <laughs> baller outings out at the out of the pitch you know and so i think most people are surviving so i think i could hop right in there be a ravenclaw and fucking kill it so that's <laughs> fucking ravenclaws man <laughs> fucking ravenclaw. um, you are such a ravenclaw that makes so much sense i know don't i know it all right it feels bad sometimes because for the longest time her mom uh, would buy me like at christmas time like random like t-shirts and shit and so she got me a ton of gryffindor stuff and i never said a word about it and then one day carly was like what's your house and i was like oh i'm a ravenclaw and she's like what after all this <laughs> gryffindor stuff that my mom's bought for you that's funny dave is back in the chat ravenclaw gang squad up is right we're here fuck yeah dave i'm ha i'm happy dave is back in the chat we miss you my guy dave i just saw you were grilling food it looked really good okay next jake back to you Sorry all right i'm gonna go movie it's going to be unorthodox. Ratatouille. <laughs> How do you have to survive? I just. Are you a rat? I, well, no. Just, that's all I'm a chef. I'm a chef. I, mean, I just have to have cook to food. Hard, I, I, I know how to cook. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, I know God. how to cook. If a rat's helping me out, do it. Fuck yeah. Even better. I'm going to be the best chef in Paris in a week. <laughs> <laughs> just like you're going to win Super Bowls. I hey man, I we said thrive. I'm living my best life out here. That's true. I have to like look. I have a stack of movies in the other side of the room. I'm trying to figure it out. The movies is the hard one for me. And that it was is, like why that I've given all of my brain power to that. I'm not quite sure where I'm going with books or TV yet. To be, be completely honest, the only books that I really read are like fantasy books, and I think that most of those universes that I wouldn't survive in. If just being completely honest, let's go, well, Dave. I, yeah, I'm trying to go off of books. I've read not just ones I know yeah, yeah. about, and I'm trying yeah, to go on ones that like 
not like Ratatouille. I'm, I'm trying to think of ones that would at least have some difficulty. Damn. To them, he likes so, like magic It is not very easy. <laughs> so for like my instinct for books is uh, every year as like a gag gift for Christmas, my aunts always get us like children's books that have our name in it. So there's one that's like Jake goes to ballet that I have. I'm like, I could survive in that world. I could figure out how to be a ballet dancer. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. It's not what I'm saying. That's not my answer, but I thought about it. Well, it's your turn. So no, oh, it's no, not. It's no, turn. turn. The book series I'm going with because I've only read, I think, two or three book series in my entire life is the Hidden series, which is that. I read it. It it's I mean it's like middle school reading, but it's yeah. about a two kid law in the I believe I'm assuming the United States. Yeah, and you it's... can't have a third kid, and the main story revolves around the third kid. I think they made a running, movie. And I feel like I feel like I could be pretty secretive and live in a cabin in the woods and not draw any attention to myself. I feel like I'd be able to thrive in a in a world like that. <laughs> it has to be a series, right? Not like a singular. You're saying? I, I mean, I said series, but I okay. I, no, I'll, I'll I mean, keep it with series. That's that's fair. This is tough, for sure. I like how hard we're making Kyle think. Good good topic, Dane. It, it is really hard because I feel like, like I said, a majority of the things that I, I, I honestly know that I just wouldn't survive. So, like, I've read a fuckload of Star Wars books. And in any of them, if I was in any way tied to the actual storyline, I'd fucking die. Like, I believe in you. I, I would, 100%, I would die. Maybe I'm too confident in my own abilities, guys. I have also read and watched The Hunger Games, and I know for a fact I would die. I would survive in the hunger. I think I would survive in the hunger games. No, Jake is thinking of, of himself as a main character who's not gonna die. I'm thinking yeah, of myself as me as a side character. Yeah, just like Kyle's giving off for survival. Kyle's giving <laughs> off big NPC energy right now. I don't care if I'm a main character or a side character. I could be fucking Katniss Everdeen. And I'd miss every shot with that fucking bow, bro. I would die. <laughs> um, oh, shit, dude. I don't know. I think. Man, yeah, Lord of the Rings, I'd be dead. See, I was going to say Lord of the Rings, but yeah, I, I don't think I'd survive that for... I don't Dude, if you're a part of, like... So, okay, if you're a part of Helm's Deep, or if you're a part of, like, the final battle before the ghosts get there, like, you're fucking dead, bro. Like, you're... No way. I die in a story. Ratatouille's not a series. Jake picked a singular movie, now that I think about it. Okay, if I need to pick a movie series, I can re-answer that. I don't care. I don't have to answer all four either. Okay. I just I would survive in the for movies. I would survive the Marvel series because they all have like superpowers, man, and yeah. they're gonna die. Like if we're being honest, I'm gonna survive in that series. Yeah. Doctor Strange can just fucking yes. rewind some fucking time and shit and get get things done. For but me. in my brain, like if you're in the Marvel universe, you probably have a superpower. Like that's what I'm saying. That's why I would survive. Yeah. Because none of the good guys ever die. True. Depending on how you feel about Loki. All right. I need, what do I need? I need a book series and God, a TV I made this series. really easy by one series, and then Jake had to come and say all four. So. Oh, yeah. You got to fill up time. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I think I would survive in... Oh, do I want to go... This one I could do for book or TV. I'm going to go with book. I would survive in like the Chronicles of Narnia universe. I'm pretty confident in that. 
Yeah. Okay. For Nobody. Sure. I don't think anybody dies in those books. It's been a long time since I've read them. Somebody dies. Hey, I'm sure. Right. I don't know who dies, dies, but somebody has to die. They clearly weren't that important. I don't remember it. I mean, the lion died, but then he came back. So. I don't All right. Know. I figured out my other ones while we were waiting, so I think I'm ready to go for this. So <laughs> nice. I won't have to wait so long when it comes to my turn. I'm ready for TV series too now. So. All right, Dane. What's next for you? Uh, next is my video game series, and for the same reason you chose Marvel, just I'm gonna choose Halo just because of the armor and <laughs> kicking grunts Chief. in the face. I, feel yeah, like I was gonna that, say. I feel like that one's something I could survive in because they could take just about anything. <laughs> and uh... <laughs> Buddy said Narnia. Says, That's fucking funny. Dave also said he wants his tombstone to be next to yours because you'd both be dead. <laughs> this will be a controversial one then because I found I figured out my TV series one and the TV series one and this might be my most alpha energy on this one like I'm confident in this and I'm 100% sure that I could survive in Game of Thrones. Yeah, okay. I'm fine I with think that. I could whip my right. way through it and not vie for power and as long as you're just like staying level and you're like stay in your fucking lane in Game of Thrones and nobody fucks with you. So like Everybody that dies in that show is in some way seeking power. So as long as you just are like, that being said, I don't want to be some fucking peasant in the streets either. So you got to fucking get yourself elevated a little bit, you know, like I don't want to be ringing the bell, uh, shame bell, but Makes sense. I think I could survive and thrive in the Game of Thrones universe. Okay. All right. I'd probably get dysentery and die though, for being honest. All right. <laughs> What's your last series, Jake? For my TV series, I think I would survive in the Rick and Morty universe. It'd be Rick, Morty, and Jake. Do people die in Rick and Morty? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> I don't really watch Rick and Morty. I've watched I've I never, love Rick and I've Morty. I've never seen it. So. But if it was Rick, Morty, and Jake, I'd be fine. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, again, as the main character, you're not going to That's what I'm die, saying. So. I'm not going to fucking die. It's Rick and you just, Morty. You just got some main character energy going on. Oh, jeez, Rick. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Morty. I've never seen that, so I can't even... All right, Dane, back to you for the final series for you. All right, final series for me is movie series, and I'm looking at a list, and there's a lot that I could not survive. Um, but I think I'm going to have to go with the Pirates of the Caribbean series. Okay. I think one. I think living on the ocean, and I've been sailing, I've lived on a sailboat, I, I think I could thrive in something like that, shooting some people with some pistols, going for some treasure. I mean, I, I think I could thrive in that world. I think you'd be good at sword combat. Uh, no, I'd probably do a lot of running and <laughs> staying no, away from them. No, I just am an athlete and I can run. <laughs> I know how to sail a boat and I know how to get away. That's about the only two things I can't do, so. Until the British Navy comes after you with the fastest ship on the sea. You Uncle, fucked uh, Black Pearl is the fastest ship on the sea. <laughs> Uncle Kyle says he'd survive in the Sopranos. I almost said the Sopranos. I feel like I could, like, bullshit my way out of enough things that I'd survive the Sopranos there. Sopranos would be tough depending on how you wanted to play that again it, this really depends on if you want to be side character or main character main character most of these situations if you are the person seeking power in whatever the series is you're gonna fucking struggle to stay alive dave says he's dave would be the guy that owned kyle wax <laughs> all right for my final one also in the fantasy realm which is my video game series i think i could survive and thrive in the dragon age series yeah. If you're confident in yourself in Game of Thrones, I mean. That's what I'm saying. Just give me a little bit of magic, bro. I'm good to fucking go. I'm going to fuck people up. Just hide. I'll be a bush wookie when I need to be. You know? Hell <laughs> yeah. Throw, <laughs> throw a little bit of fire out. 
Uh, all righty, boys. Dane, you were worried. Very solid topic. 10 out of 10. Good timing. Stick. Give yourself a little Hell round yeah. of applause. Golf clap. Golf clap. All right, Kyle. I went first last week. Did you? I did. Okay. I've got a good one. And so... Uh, Uncle Kyle says he's surviving in GTA 5. Main, big side character energy there, Uncle Kyle. Dude, the side characters die more than the main character. <laughs> you may have you, a point you there. You just run over people in the fucking streets. And just, I don't know. That would be a tough one. I thought about saying Dragon Ball, like Dragon Ball Z specifically. I went through and I rewatched season one through three, maybe something like that. Like not terribly long ago and i couldn't remember any of it like my brother was way more invested in that show than i was so it's hard for me to like connect with whether i'd survive in there or not probably not depending on what side of the fight you're on i guess uh okay anyway my topic i need you both blast from the past i want you to think back oh, and i want you to think of one thing in your past that you would completely change if you had the chance so like one thing that you're like i totally fucked that up or I, you know, I made the wrong decision. I did the wrong thing. Whatever it was that you would go back and change, and then I need you to flip it and do the exact opposite and go back and say one thing from your past that you know for a hundred percent certainty that you did it right, got it right, and you're very happy with the way it turned out and what it led to for your life path, if you will. Oh boy! <sighs> All right. Go first. All right. So the hard thing for me is that mine are mutu- or they're mutually exclusive. So if I hadn't done one, I wouldn't have had the other. You know, I think you I think you and I are on the same pathway here. And I've talked about this a little bit maybe like in, in, periodically throughout some of these episodes. So for me, the one that I regret absolutely the most and I think I made a completely wrong decision 100% of the time is that I went to college in my hometown. Yeah. And it's because I, you know, now that I've gotten out of my hometown and I've moved around a little bit and I've seen a little bit of the world, I'm like, "Holy shit, what could I have done if I would have done this earlier?" And I would have gotten around, looked around, thought more about my fucking major, which is a whole nother part of that. Like thought more about what I wanted to actually do with a a degree and things that I could have done if I would have switched that up a little bit. Having some pretty significant regrets about that still to this day about what major I chose and what it's uh, ended up doing for me in the long term. And so the honestly, it really is just tough. So I wish I would have thought more about both of those things, major and location of school. Cause I, and honestly thinking back to right, like, I say I made the wrong decision in staying in my hometown, but I don't even know if I could have afforded to do it otherwise. Yeah. Whole nother conversation on student debt and all that shit and like things that I could have done. Blah, 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 blah. Long story short is I wish I would have at least thought about it and looked into it because I didn't. I was like, hey, bro, I can look down the road and see that there's a college right there. I'm going right there because it's cheap and it's right fucking down the street. So I did. So that's okay. my regret. Um, For me, I'll say my regret it's kind of along the same lines. I'll say though, I wish I tried harder in school and looked at how I could have used school to propel me more than just using it as like an end, a means to an end. Yeah. Like I went to school because I had to, mm-hmm. and I knew if I got a degree, like yeah. And if I felt, if I got a degree, I could get a job. Mm-hmm. Whereas like I could have, if I tried a lot harder in my community college that I went to, I could have gone to college for a lot cheaper than I did. I would have less student loan debt. And I would, if I actually thought about the major that I was going into, like I just got a business degree, like that's super basic. It opens a lot of doors, but it's not like, I don't love the business world. Like if I stuck with my original plan and like went to med school, even if I didn't end up a doctor, like even if I went like the physical therapist route or like just a bunch of routes that I didn't even think of, like, I think if I put more thought into 
my college education and put more effort into my college education, I'd be happier with where I'm currently at in life. And yeah, for me, and this is, this isn't like a reflective on like where I feel like I've ended up now in my state of happiness. I feel like I'm, I'm happy. I, yeah, I should, I should clarify. I'm extremely happy. That being said, I think it's just, it, it was a lost opportunity. Like for me yeah. and, and for you too. Right. And, and it's the same for me. Like I look back and I'm like, Holy fuck. If I would have even thought about what I wanted to go to school for a little bit harder, instead of just going, do I have to take more math classes or do I have to like do some things that are tough? Fuck it. Scrap those majors completely. And I'm going to go with something that's that I don't have to do that. Right. And a lot of them, I was like, I would so much rather like just find places where I can do short papers or tech. And I looked at it from that angle. Right. Like who are yeah. the easy teachers that I can go to? Yep. Who are the ones that are going to make me write one to two page papers instead of 10 to 20 page paper? You know, like rate my constantly to try to get myself yeah. through. Yep. Which and we've had whole episodes on this before, too. But like I, it pisses me off so much to this day now that I'm back in school about how I feel like you're paying to teach yourself and you're not being taught. And so like, I wish, I wish I could have invested that time then and really like connected with professors and been like, Hey, I want to actually learn this, not just have you right. me fucking reading, you know, that kind of shit. So, uh, yeah, college is like, it's a mixed bag of just tons of regrets, <laughs> you know, Pretty much. Of things that could have, could have gone better for sure. Dan, are you going to break this trend of college for us? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Um, Education's the theme. Because my biggest money mishap in life was college. And um, I don't want to say I regret it because I don't have student debt. And um, what I, re I guess I, I don't regret any of it because I, I mean, I ended up where I'm at today and I don't think a lot of things would have happened if I would have gone to school in a different state, mm -hmm. but I went to visit Colorado state and I got accepted in Colorado state, got accepted in the Montana state and I had the money to do it. I had the opportunity to do it and I chose to stay scared and stay close to home, go to yeah. Illinois state instead. And I went to college with, with no major, with no reason, and was just doing it because I, I didn't have a career yet. And uh, all, all that did was kept me in my hometown years longer. And I mean, I'm just like you, Kyle. Once I finally did move, I was like, holy shit, I had the opportunity years ago to do this. Yeah, yeah And 100%. I think I would have been in a much different place if I would have gone to college out west and yeah. actually had the balls to make that move. That's the toughest thing too. And it's, it's a lot of it is just confidence in making that decision and doing it. And, you know, there's a lot of fears that go into that financially or just, you know, um, personal self-confidence or however you want to look at that. But yeah, yeah. It, it's tough, man. Cause I didn't even consider it. Like I remember yeah. when I was in my senior, first of all, I didn't even think about college until I was in my senior year of high school. I was Same. like, I, I don't, it's just, it's so far off my radar that I don't, I don't care about that right now. Yeah. And when I did start to care, I was like halfway through senior year and I was like, Oh shit, I have to care now. <laughs> And so for me, I was like, what's the easiest, you know, thing? And so I applied to two different, I only applied to two schools and they were both in Iowa. One was right down the street and one was like, you know, 30 minutes down the road, <laughs> you know, pretty close. Uh, and, and you look at back at that and you're like, holy shit, man. Like the Midwestern experience is not an experience. No. You know what I mean? Like it is, there's a lifestyle for sure to the Midwest, um, but it, it's stagnant. Like Illinois, Iowa, Nebraska, like all of the Minnesota, things like that. Like you're all probably having a very similar experience, I would say. Yeah. Uh, unless you're living in the city, like if, I, if you're like Chicago proper, um, you're probably having a slightly different experience than anybody else. But um, anybody that's living in the smaller towns in the Midwest, like all of your experiences are so connected <laughs> that it's not even funny. Uh, and then you get out there and you look at some other shit and it's like, man, the world is 
so much different than what I have seen there. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's limited. Like your, your prospects and you know, your perspectives are limited. I think when you grow up in that, yeah. in that lifestyle and, uh, it would have been nice when I was younger to get out and see it. Agreed. I've seen more well, of it now and I'm still pretty young and <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm about to hit 30, uh, but I'm not quite there yet. So I'm, I think I'm, I'm so glad that it's happened now and it has happened for me the way that it has. And I've seen things, but, uh, in places, but that being said, it's, it's definitely there, but now I'm rambling way too deep into this conversation. So let's flip it. Uh, or no, sorry. I have mine. No. Okay. Yeah. It's back to me. We're flipping yep. it. Uh, so we're going to go the thing that you did, right. Okay. So the thing that, um, for me, it, it shaped, um, a lot of where I am now, I would say. Uh, and it was a decision point for me because there was a lot of stuff going on in my life at the time, um, career changes, things like that that were happening. And I made uh, a singular decision that shaped, um, you know, a, a path that I was going to go down. And that decision by far was marrying my wife, 100%. I was on the edge of, um, like I said, there was career changes and there was a ton of different shit going on at the time. And I think a lot of, a lot of cascading things coming at, at the same time, mm-hmm. uh, so to speak, uh, drove me to kind of like mature in my mentality. And I, I got out of that, you know, um, indecisive point in my life where I just didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. And I made the career cho- choice that I made and I decided to get married at the same time, essentially as that. And it has definitely shaped my life for the better. And I've had a much more positive experience because of that. Growing together with someone else uh, obviously there's friction points in that for most people. And really we didn't have too much of that, but it helps you to grow in ways that you didn't, you wouldn't have done on your own. Right. right. Yeah. Um, like the influence of somebody else being consistently in your life definitely has an impact. Like just like your parents did when you're growing up or whatever, you know, like those people shape the way that you have, um, you know, learning points or whatever throughout your life and, and, and marrying somebody definitely helps to grow you on a path. As long as you are with the right person, I will say that. And I will, I will quantify that because some people, I would say, um, I would, I don't know about regression, <laughs> you know, in terms of that, but like if they, if they get stuck at the wrong person or do it for the wrong reasons, uh, it yeah. doesn't tend to work out, but they if you do it for the right reasons, the rest, yeah. you do it with the right person, you'll grow together. And we definitely have together a lot and it's, it's been a good experience. And it's been awesome. All right, sweet. That's it. I won't talk to, I'm pushing my timeline. So let's go. Uh, who went second? Me. Okay, go. Yeah, Jake's up. Same. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's it's the cop out answer when you're married, but it's also so true. Like Ky- like Kyle said, like so much of my life is what it is because I met my wife and I made the conscious decision to whether you want to say like give my wife the time of day. Like I was at a point in my life where I was when I met her, obviously I was single. I wasn't really like I had no I was in community college. I didn't really know what I was going to do next. I knew I wasn't going to go the pre-med route that I was originally planning anymore. I didn't know what school I was going to go to. I was considering like eight or nine different schools. I was considering like eight or nine different career paths. Like so much of my life was just like a mess. And I was just like, I was working at Target. I was just do like, I was doing a whole lot of just like, like I was getting through my days, like no offense, Dane, but I was hanging out with Dane a lot. Like that was what I did. But like, that's not a bad thing. Like I was hanging out with my friends, like Dane and I were obviously having a great time you know like we were yeah like we we i was enjoying life very much so and i made a very conscious decision to like enter a relationship yeah Yeah. and like really like stop being just like stop living my life for me and started like really living my life 
for us. And I think that really helped me develop as a person. It helped me grow up. I'm still growing up. I'm never going to grow up fully. Like, yeah. I'm going to play video games till the day I fucking die. Same. I'm going to drink with the boys. Carly sent me a TikTok today, and it was like about how women shouldn't marry. Like, it was a comedian, but she's like how women shouldn't marry dudes that play video games. And I was like, get used to it. I'm here for life. <laughs> it ain't changing. <laughs> I mean, you know where you're going to find us, though. I mean, we're not yeah. going anywhere. What are yeah. you doing on right, your Saturday yeah. night? Yeah. sitting on my computer what that's are you doing yeah. that's what i've always said i'm like not going to the bars spending a lot of money not going right. to the strip clubs not doing drugs <laughs> i'm playing fucking apex with the boys okay yeah exactly man but yeah i mean like i think just like getting into the relationship i got into when i got in i think when i got into it is the part that i did the most right because i could have just like I could have just not pursued, you know, Jess at all. Like at the when we first started, like we were just friends, like nothing. Like yeah. very quickly it became something, but like Same I could have just like but yeah, I could have just like stayed in the friend zone. I could have just like continued doing whatever I wanted. Yeah. And who knows where I'd be. I wouldn't be here. I can tell you that much. I wouldn't yeah. be yeah. in the spot that I'm in. I may not know you if if that didn't happen, Kyle. Like Yeah. Yeah, dude. And, and yeah, honestly, like, true, yeah, it's, it's crazy when you think back and like put it in a timeline like that. And, you know, you think about, you know, how one decision led to the other, uh, because, well, first of all, our friendship as a whole, the three of us is just like a wild fucking cascade, like of yeah. crazy <laughs> events that happened to make, to lead to this happening. But, um, but yeah, I totally agree, man. And, um, you know, like even like the, the situations that led to you meeting your significant other, like all that shit, it's, it's yeah. wild, but. I don't believe in like everything happens for a reason or like fate or anything like that. Like I'm not superstitious at all, but it is crazy when you think about the things that yeah. had to happen to fall into place. To I, I don't, be yeah, I don't believe in any of that either, but I believe in like every decision that I've made to this point in my life has led me to where I am clearly. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have gotten here if I didn't make the choices that I made. Yeah. And I really like, there's not many things that I would honestly change. Cause like, if like we're talking about with the first part, like if, if I went back and cared more about school, I probably wouldn't have been at, well, Bonzi, first of all, I wouldn't have been at Aurora. I wouldn't yeah. have my yeah. wife. I wouldn't have my dogs. I wouldn't have my house. I wouldn't have anything. Yeah. Like it'd be, yeah. it'd I think be, it's completely fine to have regrets though and be happy with where you were. Oh, hundred percent. You know what I mean? 100%. Like, like I, there, I hate it when people say I have no regrets in life. And I'm like, cause bullshit. I, cause it led me to where I am today. No bullshit. I'm so happy with where I am today. And I still have regrets about the things that I've done or said, yeah. or, you know, what well, you that I've made over time. did do, didn't do, yeah, did right. say, didn't say, Completely, like right, you know, and um, and you can have those individual regrets without, you know, being unhappy with where you are completely. Yeah, so, yeah, but yeah. Right. Dane, back to you. Dane, are you breaking the pattern this time? I'm breaking the pattern in the sense of <laughs> I think I know where you're being my best friend. I know where because, you're going um, here. She hasn't put a ring on it yet, so still work <laughs> on that. Um, but it does have to do with her. And it's not the boat trip, if that's what you're thinking, Jake. Ah. But it is, it is the phone call that she gave me on spring break and told me that I should move out to Reno. And I made that decision pretty much that trip. And six months later, I moved out of my hometown. I mean, I was stuck at home, like you said, hanging out with you all the time and not that hey, much change once i moved out here i I'm gonna, yeah. moved out here we were i visited i visited <laughs> you like a month after you moved like um it was pretty much a bachelor but uh the best decision was moving out here and eventually bailey and i getting together and but it all started with that phone call and that decision to move and right i mean once i made that decision everybody in my hometown was like oh my god i can't believe you're doing that like i've always wanted to do that and 
in that moment, I'm just like, then do it. Yeah. Because leaving my hometown was the best growing up I could have done. And then the second best was meeting her and her giving my life a direction rather than eating noodles three times a day, <laughs> playing video games till fucking midnight and waking up and going to work. I mean, Dane was on a steady diet of butter, buttered noodles, <laughs> McDonald's, Bud Light, and Domino's. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> but yeah, I just. It, it really was just the decision to leave my hometown. My biggest regret was staying and my, my greatest achievement was leaving. And I think that perfectly represents my life. Yeah. Dude, getting out of your hometown is tough. Like you said, there's for a lot of reasons, there's, there's, um, I think it's tougher if you're from the Midwest. There. I don't know, man. I, I, I'd be interested to hear other people's opinions on that for sure. Because yeah. We have a uniquely shared you know. experience, I guess, but I, I would imagine it's tough for anybody because you just get so complacent in, in whatever that lifestyle yeah. is. Or, Agreed you know, the quality of life, the standard of living financially, whatever it is, you get kind of comfortable in whatever that, you know, that pocket is, unless you have that. I can't speak for everybody because I know some people have really rough, you know, upbringings and and they they probably don't have that same experience. Uh, And, you know, escape is give give me out now. Um, But uh, for most people, you you have some sense of comfort in where you come from. And uh, when you finally get away from that and you get out of that comfort zone, it, generally speaking, you do grow up a little bit um, and you, you're appreciative of that, I would say, based on what I've heard from other folks. Uh, but yeah, dude, it, it is tough, man. It's tough yeah. to get out. And then when you do, your eyes open a little bit, I think, to the world um, and some other stuff. <laughs> well, that was my big thing being from a small town is I just kind of had this feeling like I can't have what I have here somewhere else. Like yeah. I can't find this kind of family and this big group yeah. of people yeah, that yeah, we yeah. and have that small town town feel. But like I live in a city on the outskirts, and I still feel like I live in a small town here. And I I found yeah. the same thing I found there here. Yeah. But here I have so much more to do than I did in the Midwest. And not to go on too big of a tangent, but like everywhere I travel, I'm like this is just a bigger version of where I'm from. Like exactly, yeah. yeah. Unless I'm downtown city. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the environment may change. Like, obviously like you go out to Reno or, you know, Tucson when Kyle lived there, like it's, it's obviously more desert, more mountains. Like the environment is different, but like you do the same shit. You work, you go out to dinner, you fucking go out to the bars with your, your friends. You maybe you play like a softball league or a kickball league. You go golfing. Like it's just, you do the same shit no matter where you go. It's just, you do it at a different venue. Yeah. That I will say though, that like, you really do get a larger breadth of activity. A hundred percent. Like obviously West coast, West coast versus Midwest. Coast coast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. Well, yeah, you with the West coast. You're, <laughs> you're so a couple hours. You're a couple hours from the ocean. You have like more big towns, like, especially like yeah, if yeah. you go to California, like yeah. you have LA, you have San Diego, you oh, have wow. Sacramento, you have like, you have so many different pockets of different things. Yeah. You yeah, can even get sure. like, you can count like Tahoe in there too. Like you just I'll get, just, I'll never forget the guy. I grew up with a guy. Well, I didn't grow up with him, but I, I worked with this guy that, and we grew up, you know, towns apart from each other. And I remember this guy, he told me he never wanted to live the tri, leave the tri counties ever. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't ever want to leave the tri, which was these tiny little counties that were right next to each other in Iowa. And he's like, I'm completely comfortable if I never exit these three counties in my entire life. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? dude? <laughs> yeah. Like, I hadn't even been outside the Midwest. My vacations growing up were still in the Midwest, right? Like I went to Illinois or Kansas city or whatever. Um, and so for me, I was like, I, I gotta get out. I gotta get the fuck out of here. And yeah. so, you know, it, 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 it's a leap, but when you do it, it's worth it. Anyway, we're going to start pushing the Jake's time soon if we don't move on. So first of all, 
Let's get some ratings in there for beers. I would assume most people are about done now that we're about two thirds of the episode. And yes, then sir. once we get the ratings in, refill. we'll move on to Jake's topic. I will go refill while you're doing these ratings. Perfect. Dane, uh, Dane's Trulies are a five out of five. Uh, <laughs> um, so for me, for uh, the you've said it all, I'm going to give this a solid 4.25. I think you would really, I would, you would really like this, Kyle. It's even though Berliner style vice beers are typically more sour, but this really just kind of tasted like a blueberry cheesecake. Like some of the flavors were kind of tame, which is the only reason that's stopping me from rating it even higher. But it was like super sippable. It was very enjoyable, very solid. And I've learned. Uh, I should have drank these beers in the reverse order. And I, once I introduce my second beer, I'll tell you why. Okay. But I'm going to give mine a 4.25 for the microphone brewing. You've said it all. Okay. I am giving mine a 2.75 uh, because it's pretty decent. But reds like ambers are all very similar. Yeah. Like a red's pretty much a red is pretty much a red. Amber is pretty much an amber. Brown, brown, brown. You know, like I feel like most. Um, most times you get the true differentiation in an alcohol or beer specifically is when you're really light because you get the hoppies, uh, yeah, you know, slight different concentrations yeah. in the recipe. Same thing with IPAs. You get a lot of differences in flavor and then stouts. Those are the three like categories that I think you can really get changes in flavor. Obviously seltzers and shit like that where you're induced in, um, you know, inducing a shitload of artificial flavor, same, right. same kind of concept. But for the most part, these beers are all similar. This one was good, though. I like reds. Not a bad red. I do like reds. What's your next beer, Kyle? My next beer, Jake's going to just be shocked when I, when I show this Oof. one. Because that was the only other beer that I had in my house, except for Bud Light Hard Soda. <laughs> that was left over from when I was there. Which is from when Jake was here. So I have a classic cola Bud Light Hard Soda, which I'm probably going to fucking hate. Probably. Because I don't like the taste of Coke uh or pepsi or anything like that so if this tastes anything like an actual like normal soda i'm not gonna like this at all. But i know I carly snapchatted me and she liked the uh was it like the citrus version that they have like the mountain dew kind of knockoff thing uh, i have no idea she had it when you guys were still ripping up floor in your uh nightmare in the catio um but it. my second beer is microphone brewings when you say wisconsin uh, which is a Wisconsin Kringle-inspired Berliner-style Weiss beer with cherries, cranberries, Bavarian cream, and cheesecake flavoring. The reason I should have drank these in the other order is I had to look up the names because I was like, Microphone Brewing, I know mo they name most of their beers after songs. When you say Wisconsin, you've said it all, is apparently like the University of Wisconsin like theme song. Like it's huh. their, their school song. So I should have drank these in reverse order just to get the song okay. in play. But... Still, I love cherries, so it's very hard. And if this is the last beer I had, but with cherries, I'm gonna be. This might be a five. Like, okay. Uh, Dave, yes, sentimental, and no, I do not like cola. I don't really like any soda. I like ginger ale, which most people don't consider consider a soda. The only time that I drink anything which it's not a cola or a soda, it's called pop. If you're a human, but anyway, I don't really like pop, and I never really have. So, um, I've never so seen him drink one. I have had a Dr. Pepper in my recent days, but I generally do not drink. Okay. Dane's having another Truly. Same flavor? Question mark? Same flavor. Same flavor. Same this flavor. episode Perfect. is sponsored by Truly Wild No, it's Berry. not. No free shoutouts. No, shout it's not. No free shoutouts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a $10,000 check. 
<laughs> no, during these podcasts, I don't really think about what I'm drinking, so I'm getting rid of the shitty kind of release. That I respect it. Okay, I'm going to hate this, and that's fine. Jake, what's your topic? Uh, you're going to hate the beer? Hard soda, whatever it's called. Yeah, I don't like this. That's fine. <laughs> Great start. Great start, boys. All right. I want to keep this a little more fun. Not to say our first couple topics weren't fun, but they were a little serious Fuck. for you. Uh, hey, hey. Jake. Using our movie series for serious? It was. We had to think about it. I don't want to think. I want you guys to tell me. Now you guys are making fun of my introduction to the topic. I want to switch it up. Tell you what. All right. I want you guys to tell me what are some songs that constantly get stuck in your head? What are a couple songs that are constant, like no matter what, they don't leave the playlist? And what are some styles of music that you wish you could get more into? This is a multifaceted question, but we'll start with what are some songs that very recently have been getting stuck in your head? We all have them. I can tell you my first one. Okay, go ahead. It's the fucking corn song on TikTok. <laughs> I almost dumped this like right down my shirt. <laughs> I, like I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I, Dan, I will send it to you after the podcast. There's this kid who like did an interview on the news about corn or like some YouTube channel or some shit. Yeah. And this guy remixed it into a song. Yeah. And it's fucking incredible. It's, it's so good. It's so, oh I sent God. it, I sent it to Kyle and Kyle was like, Carly sent it to me. Yeah. It's yeah. like very rare. I that... love corn. So Carly sent that to me the second she saw it. It's so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> Uncle Kyle says Jelly Roll Save Me. That's a great song. If you haven't listened to it, you should. Jelly Roll's coming to Illinois in exactly a month from today. And I may go see him just because I like who else he's with as well. But I love Jelly Roll. Toronto Dave says She's All I Want to Be by Tate McRae. Banger right there. Absolute banger. Dave, I will send it in the golf chat for everybody as well but dane what's a song that recently has been getting stuck in your head uh recently really the only songs that get stuck in my head are the ones bailey singing around the house but the only one i can think of off the top of my head that has been getting stuck in my head recently uh, because it's on a playlist that i listen to is rockstar by nickelback Cause we all just want to be big rock stars. It's it's in a playlist that I've listened to pretty much since high school, and I just I I don't know every every year once a year it gets stuck in my head for like a month, and you can go I, ahead and uh, sing it if you want, but it's just gonna get stuck. Nope, in my we'll head get copyright. Time. We can't get a, copyright striked. I had a two thousands playlist that I was listening to while I was working on that flooring, and I can't remember if it was Rockstar or if it was, I think it was Animals. That kept popping up by Nickelback on that playlist. And I was like, I don't want to listen to this, but I also don't feel like skipping anything. And so I listened to that like 15 fucking times while I was doing that floor, and it started to get really stuck into my head, too. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I, that's the only... I get so many stuck in my head, but now that you're putting me on the spot, I'm like, uh, I, I can't think of a single one, but... We're throwing a bunch of Canadian bangers out for Dave right here. That's right. <laughs> I had to text Carly because this is... And this is why, I guess, but... She, she calls it my record player because I get shit stuck in my head all the time. But when I do it, I'll hum it or whistle it or sing it out loud. Like, yeah. I don't even think about it. Like, it's subconscious to me. And so I don't realize any of it. And then all of a sudden, she's like, will you shut the fuck up? You've been singing that thing nonstop forever. And Kyle, like, I don't even know I'm doing it. This past weekend, Carly was out of town. Dane was on 
playing video games more than he normally does. And I was on pretty much the entire weekend. And I swear for about an hour straight, I don't think Kyle and I talked in anything but song lyrics. <laughs> I think like somebody would say a word that we would like instantly connect to a song and we would just start singing it. <laughs> yeah, just turn. And then because, the because we're in Discord, we both start singing it, but we're not saying things at the same time. Mm-hmm. So then it's like. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 100%. Um, I can't think of anything right off the top of my head, honestly, though. And th- that's part of the problem. I just, uh, well, okay, Dane, what did I do the other day? I was singing a country song that was stuck in my head. Which one was it? Oh, Dane and I were playing games together and I started fucking singing it. That, yeah, because that's surprising. Oh, like, yeah. You were like, like, he's like, dude, you did even... country? Yeah. Oh, sh- oh so this man, is I've... for me, though, when I get a song stuck Squirrel. in my head, I have to listen to it to get it out of my head. That's just science. I have to. And that's so, like a scientific thing. Oh, that's how you get it out of your head. Yeah, I just listen to, to it. I have to just get uh, it out of my system, listen to it, yeah. and I'm like, okay, I can move on. But then my fucking brain immediately goes, okay, next on the playlist, and turns the record <laughs> on something else, dude, constantly. I always yeah. have some shit stuck in my head. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I can't think some, of anything. So. I text Carly, and she hasn't gotten back to me yet, so... What was this? Uh, Give me another part of this question. Uh, what's a song? What's a couple songs that never leave the playlist? Like you're always going to enjoy the songs. Uh, I've told you probably a billion times on this podcast that I love Fleetwood Mac, um, The Chain, um, really most of that album, the Rumors album. I'm not going to listen or leave the playlist. I should have been going to a concert tomorrow. Uh, Def Leppard, Poison. Motley Crue and Joan Jett and I have to miss it for work and I'm super fucking pissed about it because I bought the tickets three years ago because um, I used to get and still kind of get Def Leppard song, song stuck in my head but that's been like one of my things for my entire life is I want to see Def Leppard live and I had the opportunity and now I can't go because of COVID fucking bullshit not just because of COVID because of COVID and because you moved no dude I bought plane tickets I was gonna go oh but then Damn. I can't because of work but I th- so that Long story short, they rescheduled the concert three times because of COVID. And each time I was able to go until this last one. Because I moved, got a new job, or, you know, started a different job. And I can't get the time off. Um, if I was still living in Tucson, I, I would have 100% still been going. But yeah. Bullshit. Anyway, I get their songs stuck in my head all the time. So a couple songs that are never going to leave my playlist. Some of these are newer songs, I'll admit, but... It's fine. They're never leaving the playlist now. This is uh, this is also going to show you the diversity of music that I listen to because I probably got one song for every genre here. Uh, Beers on Me, which is by Dirk Bentley, Hardy, and Brilo or Breland. Um, Vanish Canvas by Era, which is like a more melodic, heavier song, kind of all. And when I say melodic and heavy, obviously that gets a little confusing for some people, but it's never going anywhere. Um, Candy Paint by Post Malone. I sing that song way too often. Like, I'll just walk through my house. I'm like, candy paint with the white on top. Um, and then a, a forever classic that never is going to get old for me is Sugar We're Going Down by Fall Out Boy. It's not the best song. I did. We talked about this on another episode where I said it's not their best song, and I still stand by that. But it's their catchiest song, and it will forever be stuck in my head and part of the playlist. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Dane, what's 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 never leaving the playlist for you? Um, I'm looking at the only playlist on my phone. So the three songs that have been there for a long time and are probably never leaving are "Sweet Child of Mine." Great song. The first song that I first song that I learned how to play all the way through on guitar. Fun fact. Hero. 
it's our hero. No, in real life. <laughs> Doubtful. I okay. Get a guitar. I'll play it for you. Uh, I, I don't. I don't own one anymore. <laughs> Dane's gonna pull it out, right? Dane's like <laughs> play it through the phone somewhere. I'll pull it out. I mean, I'm not gonna prove shit. I want to buy another guitar, but and when I do, I'll send you little clips of me playing the song again. <laughs> it's actually a really easy song to play. I did not know that. I've tried guitar for exactly 15 minutes, and I took lessons for like two years. Um, but the second one is "Sweetness" by Jimmy World. That That's has been playing since like I don't even know when this when it came out, but like in two thousand five, yeah, NHL song. I was on one of the NHL games, and me and my brothers played it, and that song has just been in the playlist ever since. Yeah, it came, I, oh, came out. I was right in my head. I said two thousand two, and it was it did come out in two thousand two. You said two thousand one though. Did I say two thousand one? I thought I said 2002. Well, the album came out in 2001. It came out as a single in 2002. So I was still fucking right. One song that always gets stuck in my head. I can't get it off the record player when it fucking does is, and this is like a really random one, but my, I had a buddy in high school or yeah, in high school that used to have the CD and he'd listen to it all the time. And it's my life, your entertainment by TI. And when I listened to that, Carly's like, this is the shittiest song I've ever fucking heard. She gets so (laughs) mad when I listen to it all the time. But I like, I can't get it out of my head. T.I. is not like the greatest musical artist. Like, no. That's for fucking sure. But for whatever reason, that just gets stuck in my head all the time. There's some, I mean, there's a few T.I. songs that get stuck in my head every once in a while. I can't lie. Just happens, man. Can't do anything about it. All right. I'm actually going to switch up the last part of this question. I'm going to make this, it, this is going to be a one song thing before we wrap up here. If you were a professional baseball player and you had to come up with a walk-up song, what would your walk-up song be? That fucking song by a date remember. Oh, the downfall of us all. Yeah, there you go. That'd probably be it. That's pretty well, solid. Mine would probably have to go with the walk-up song of my senior night um, in wrestling, and that'd probably be "Hero" by Skillet. That's pretty solid. I love the intro to that song, so I th- I feel like that'd be a perfect fit while you're walking up. See, my actual walk-up song, like senior year, senior year baseball, was uh, "All Gold Everything" by Trinidad James. That oh, absolutely yeah. would not be my walk-up oh, song dude, today. Obama, <laughs> Sheck West. Yeah. Oh God, dude, I, we played that song for my mom. We were driving up Mount Lemon in Tucson, and we played. It, and my mom died, dude. My mom was fucking rolling because that, a- she just like hears lyrics and songs, and she's like. How the fuck is this allowed? <laughs> you know, and that song she was dying. My mom, every time I see her now, she's like, "What was that one song we listened to?" We have to play that shit for Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. I think right now, this very moment, if I had to pick a walk-up song, I would probably pick "Sold Out" by Hardy. Well, I think that song goes hard. So Hardy's a country artist, but he released this song, and it's like, it's a rock song, but about how he's country. It's actually really good. I'll send it to you. But it's a very good song. I'm surprised you haven't heard it, Dane. I love Hardy. Yeah, I don't don't think I've heard it. Maybe I have, but I'm kind of dumb, so I can't think straight sometimes. (laughs) You're kind of dumb. I thought you were Dane. (sighs) No, I'm kind of dumb. Look at the birth certificate. I'm kind of dumb. Dane, good enough. Okay, everybody. (laughs) That's going to do it for us on this episode of Two Average Husbands. 
we are a little early, but that's okay because we're not going to go over and I don't want to shove anything else into this and I feel like we're at a natural end of the podcast. So thanks everybody for joining us. If you're joining us on Twitter or on Twitch uh, on the live stream, thank you so much for joining us uh, for the first time on those platforms. Uh, if you're on YouTube, thanks for joining us again. Continue to like, uh, subscribe, whatever the things are on any of those things to continue to join us. Uh, we sent out a tweet, or I sent out a tweet uh, last week at some point in time, and uh, I'll reiterate it here. We made this podcast as a reason to hang out, and because of that, like we are more than happy to welcome anybody into this uh, this group and hang out with us. So continue to jump in on the chat. Uh, if you need a place to come and hang out, vent, or ask us to talk about something, we're going to fucking do it, man. So just hop in the chat and let us know. Uh, happy to have you guys here and, and joining us every week. Um, you can follow us on our personal Twitters, Jake's at Perry underscore FF. I'm at Kyle and Herson, or you can follow us at number two ABG husbands on Instagram or on Twitter. Uh, and then you can find us pretty much at everywhere else, uh, under the full two average husbands. You can also listen to us now. Jake just said we're on iHeartRadio, which is a little weird. Yeah. We're on iHeart, iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio. We're on there now. Uh, so we're there now. We're also obviously live streaming now, Twitch, Instagram, or not Instagram, sorry, Twitch, Twitter, and uh, on YouTube, and then you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, which should cover everything. And there's so much more now that I have to say uh, with all these different places that we're streaming. So we're pretty much everywhere if you want to come check us out and join us. Um, only live on the three platforms, though. So if you want to be a part of the chat, please find us there. I have to burp. So, Jake, it's all you. Kyle covered most of it. I do want to say, Dane, thank you so very much for, for coming out here. It's always a blast when you're on here. You always know you're welcome whenever you want to come on. 100%. Just text. Oh. Normally, we got to pester you to get on here. But if you ever want to come on, just let us know. I will let you know. And we'll see you about coming on again soon because there may be things happening that allow me to do in the next couple of weeks. So we'll we'll have to talk about that later. But thank you guys for having me. I I always get so nervous. I say this every time. I get so nervous about these things. The build up all day because I hate being in front of a camera. But I always, by the end of it, I always end up having so much fun. So we're just chilling. We are. We That's are it is. just no chilling. judgment. Well, a little bit of judgment. We might judge people. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, I accept opposing opinions on anything. A hundred percent. Bring it on. You can't learn without a little without somebody giving you something back. I'm just right. saying. But. I do want to thank every single person who came out and listened today. Everybody who's listening to this in the future. Today's August 24th. Today was the single biggest month that this podcast has ever had on streaming platforms. So I want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for all your support. It really means the world to us that you guys like coming out here, like, hang, like hanging out and really just enjoy the conversation that, that the boys and us have on this podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Hopefully we will see you all in the next one. And as always, don't forget to tell somebody that you love them. Peace. Peace.